the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A beam of light. Here she is, Andrea Kay. That's right. Here I am. I could just sit and listen to that open all day, every day. Hump day. That's right. Here I am, the little beam of light on this hump day. Glad to have you guys here with me. Super glad I got my man Dave Elhoff is going to be back with us at the bottom of half of the hour. It's been a few weeks since he's been on. The financial thought doctor here to talk about the latest. Did y'all even hear the latest? Did y'all even know that the the Republican Party caved so quickly to the raising of the debt ceiling into the Democrats and encouraging their spending? Nobody Nobody even knew about it, right? I mean, they didn't even get any noise. I mean, that's just how commonplace it is right now for the Republican Party to just pave the way, to just lay down and let the Democrats just spend and spend and spend and push through, um, you know, bills like the uh, National Defense Act, which includes mandatory shots for the military. As Build well. back broker. Yeah, build back broker, right? Brought to you by the Republican Party, right? Not so we cost us a dime. Ain't gonna cost y'all a dime. No. Well, let me tell you, what are you supposed to do with your dimes? Well, the financial thought doctor will be here uh, to get to weigh in on what's going on uh, with the latest spending from the Re- Republican Party. What does it mean that they've raised the debt ceiling? What, is the, what does that mean in terms of inflation for us? And how, how is it going to affect us at, as consumers, right? So we got him coming up. Um, would love to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Have any of y'all... <laughs> <laughs> been paying attention to the Jesse Smollett trial. Let me tell you, I never watched an episode of Empire, but it could not have been as inter- as entertaining as some of the stuff that has come out from this trial the last couple of days. In fact, I, some of it was so bad. I, it's like, I, I, you know, I, it, it's so non-PG. It's so rated R. I can't even tell y'all some of the stuff that's come out in the trial. Um, But I will give you all some highlights on that, as well as the trial that the prosecutors are doing everything they can to make uh, what is an X-rated, disgusting pedophilia story that 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 transpired over decades and hundreds, if not thousands, if no untold number of high level, high profile elect and, and including elected officials participating in this pedophilia story with Epstein, where the prosecutors are doing everything they can, evidently, to try to keep the grossness and the extent of what happened here out of the trial. I've never seen a prosecutor try not to prosecute. We're going to talk about that. We'd love to hear from you guys on any of these stories. We've got the latest supposed great news coming from Pfizer on the Omicron. we got so much to get into tonight. 888-344-1170. And on that note, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman is a man of great character and intellect. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. 
You know, Trump does a lot of endorsing, but sometimes when he comes out and says says the right thing, it reminds me of 2016, Donald Trump, and he came out and said, Mitch McConnell just folded on the debt ceiling, yeah. a total victory for the Democrats, didn't use it to kill the $5 trillion build back worse bill that will essentially change the fabric of our country forever. Right. There it is right there. Absolutely. Nor did they use use this as an opportunity to say, we're, we're not going to do this for you unless you kill any notion at any time, any place, anywhere, anyhow, of the shot mandate. But on our military and on anybody else, it was a complete laydown. Line, Andrea, complete laydown. And then we find out today that Mansion has been going around having conversations about making small changes to the rules going on in the Senate um, because the filibuster, which requires them to have at least sixty votes before they can, you know, um, pass a bill, uh, he's been out there trying to. How can we chip away at, at the rules so that we can get more bills to the floor to be voted on? We just we we need to get things done for the American people. No, and, and every, I hear conservatives even defending him, saying that well, he's not trying to get rid of the filibuster. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Well, of course, of course, he's trying to get rid of it. The filibuster is a way in which a, a, the opposition party can stop nonsense from being shoved down the throats of the American people, like this national defense bill that, that was pushed with mandatory shots in the military, inclusion of diversification training, and cultural indoctrination, and communism uh, being pushed forth in a d- Department of Defense. Filibuster is what stops crap like shot mandates being inflicted on the American people or trillions of dollars of debt. In order to transform us from a constitutional republic into a communist centralized system of power and done by destroying our economy and not just with overspending. We, we need to move on because I need to save some of this for Elhoff because that's what his segment is about. Um, but, yeah, it was a complete laydown. So um, and the filibuster is all we got right now. Well, right. Um uh, there's other things that we can do at the state and the local level. And one of the main things that we could do, what they could do, is they could be educating the Republican Party, could be educating the American people about what's really going on with the um, with uh, the F, the uh, FDA, with the CDC, with the NIH, how the American people were lied to by Fauci over and over and over again. Every one of them should be on record all day long demanding the firing of Fauci. Still right? lying. He's still lying. Every day, all day, every day, uh, they've been lying about uh, the uh, the therapeutics. He killed Fauci said up front, helped publish a Lancet article with a fake study that had to do with hydroxychloroquine not working. He lied about masks. Uh, he, he lied to President Trump with projections and President Trump should have never fallen for it. This let me get back to the original mandate. The original mandate was supposed to be 15 days to flatten the curve so that hospitals would not be overwhelmed. Right. There are no hospitals being overwhelmed at this point from SARS-CoV-2, which was the original SARS-CoV-2 is what the original disease was the expression of it is COVID-19 we never needed any of these any of these lockdowns it it continued all the mandates continued uh they denied therapeutics that worked in order to have you locked into your homes waiting breathlessly to stick your arm out to be jabbed by something that was being pushed out at record speed uh, under the emergency use act right and now it's never going to end israel is on its fourth shot the most vaccinated country in the world having and the most the, infected the most infected in the world and as well as other countries that have gone down this path uh so omicron comes around we know that this is just uh, 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 just um, as anybody who's been paying attention knows that viruses mutate they get weaker right i reported that as of december 3rd 
Omicron was in 38 countries and not one person had died from it. The epicenter of where it started in South Africa, the doctor who found it said that she did not have one patient and that she was at the largest hospital in South Africa. Not one patient was in it was in the ICU with Omicron. Yet we've got the United States government today and even a local radio station here in San Diego pushing out. Here's the great news. Omicron is weak. Nobody's dying from it. But Pfizer says that if you get the, if you get a booster, you're going to be protected from it. Well, for a couple of things here. If if nobody is at threat of dying from this, why are you even suggesting anybody get jabbed? More people will die from that booster shot than they ever would have died from Omicron. If you're listening to anybody in media pushing this Pfizer booster on you, they're fraud. They're either ignoring science or their their employer at their media outlet is telling them what content they have to push out. Let me remind everybody, and this Pfizer person coming out today saying, we know the booster protects you from Omicron. There's not even a test right now that's universally used around the globe to test for Omicron. And they have no way in which they can tell you with any, any even remote intellectual honesty that any shot, first, second, third, fourth, or 45th, is going to protect you from Omicron. And since nobody's dying from it, why would you ever Subject yourself to be a human guinea pig for this. Let me remind you that Pfizer, since 02, between uh, the years of 02 and 2010, has paid $3 billion with a B in criminal convictions, civil cases, fraud cases. In 09, they paid $2.3 billion. It was the largest healthcare fraud fine in U.S. history. And we've got hosts on media calling themselves conservative, pushing out today, pushing out shots from these people in the first place, let alone today, trying to push people to get a booster that's completely unnecessary. How much are you being paid, Mr. Local Host? How much, is that what we got here? We got iHeart on the take? So we got? Yeah, I said it. I'm outraged at this. This COVID vaccine should be the largest fraud suit in history. It, it, what we have is a human rights crisis going on in this country. 100%. Absolute human rights. In 2011, Pfizer paid $14.5 million for what? Illegal marketing. Well, what do you think this is if it's not illegal marketing? And if the science backed up what Pfizer has going on here, why would they have gone to the courts and asked for 55 years um, before they have to release any data behind their shots? You wouldn't need the courts. How dumb, how dumb are the American people that there anybody out here is buying anything related to Pfizer? And Moderna and the rest of them are no better. What happened to informed consent in this country? We're supposed to have informed consent where you have the data, you understand the risks. We, but you know what? Even though VAERS is underreporting the adverse side effects, underreporting the severity of some side effects and underreporting deaths, it's still more than what happened back in the 60s when they pulled that RSV vaccine for kids off the market after, after some died. This is a humanitarian crisis in the making where Americans are being forced, one size fits all, being forced without testing. The average vaccine took 10 to 12 years to put out. It took them five years before they realized that the thalidomide was destroying babies in the womb. If you're a parent out there, I beg of you not to inject your child with this. Yeah, please don't. Right. We've got, um, speaking of informed consent. Oh, and meanwhile, you're being forced to take something against all these adverse side effects of, uh, of um, the uh, deaths and, and, and more. But yet, if you're in a hospital right now across the country, 
and you're you or your family member is on death's door being told by doctors you're not you, you know that your your family member is going to die they're not allowed to try an FDA-approved drug that's been on the market for 40 or 50 years, one of which got a Nobel Peace Prize in 2015. And by the way, ivermectin, what we have going on right now is called SARS-CoV-2. Who remembers SARS-CoV-1? Did you guys know back in 2005 that SARS-CoV-1, and you can, you can Google this and research this under the CDC, that what was the treatment for SARS-CoV-1? Bueller? Bueller? Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah. Ivermectin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ivermectin. Remdesivir, which Fauci has pushed out as the the drug to, uh, for protocols across the country it's in hospitals, it's killing people. It's it's destroying, putting them into kidney failure, putting them into kidney failure. So much. It, it, this drug is so bad that when it was a part of a, a, a testing a, a case study in different trials to fight Ebola. It had the highest death rate, and it was pulled from the four drugs that were a part of the clinical trials. It had a 53% death rate of people who took it. COVID only has, what, a 1% death rate? So people go into hospital with COVID, and they're being given a drug that has a higher chance of killing them than COVID. This is insanity, what we've going on in this country. And I'm not hearing one Republican. All I'm hearing is, I'm not anti-vax. We just shouldn't be mandating it. Where are all the people saying you need to have informed consent? If you feel here's the risks of this blood clots, myocarditis, paraditis, uh, uh, paraditis. It's the, another version of myocarditis. You know, Andrea, I was watching the TV last night and I saw one of those, you know, medicine ads may include side effects. Blah, 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 blah. Yet you don't have to no. see these, nor are they on the vials of any of these vaccines, so-called no. vaccines. No, and in fact, not only they're not sharing it, that, that's called infor- informed consent. Exactly. That's what it's supposed to be. Because you're not being allowed any information. And, and, if, and if this drug was so safe, if it was so good for you, they would be like open kimono, right? They'd be sharing everything there was about these shots. What's there to hide? Well, what's to hide is the fact that they shove these out there. Remdesivir is killing people. There's the proven therapeutics that are cheap and effective like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine that would have saved the lives of hundreds of thousands. And he knew that. He lied. He lied about remdesivir. He lied about ivermectin. He lied, oh, no, oh, I think it might have been hydroxychloroquine in 2005. It was either that or, or ivermectin. They've known. These are the same people. They're happy to use off-label drugs to inject into your child to destroy their body in the, in the course of transitioning them, supposedly, from a boy to a girl. They're happy to use off-label drugs for that and mutilate a child's body. We've got hospital after hospital around the country that's denying patients uh, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. There's one, one um, before I have to take a break, there's one attorney who just recently have we reported to you guys about Indiana, the Chinese uh, uh, gentleman who was 71 years old and on death's door before a court took, took a family four times going to the court to get the hospital uh, to uh, allow this man to receive uh, ivermectin. There's another uh, attorney on the East coast who's been, who's represented at this point. Um, he got 37 inquiries just over this last weekend. I think he's helped over 100 families so far 
Um, unfortunately, by the time this attorney goes to the courts, oftentimes and gets actually a response to get this treatment to the patients, oftentimes they die. It's too late. It's too late. Oh, he's taken on over a hundred cases of, of uh, patients, families fighting with hospitals over the right to try for ivermectin. One of the things that I reported recently is if, if, First of all, I wouldn't go to a hospital if you've got it. You need to you need to get understand the protocols that work. You need to make sure you've got them on hand if you can. You need to make sure that if you test positive for COVID, you don't wait for treatment until you're so sick and then then and then go into the hospital. If you are going to go into the hospital, you need to have a power of attorney set up because they're not going to offer it to you at the hospital anymore. I don't believe they do that anymore. Um, and that gives you the right to to make decisions for yourself. You need to take in something that denies them remdesivir. And you also need to take in documentation that from the CDC website about the use of ivermectin. You need to make sure you need to make sure you've got an attorney with you and protect you before you go into a hospital. Um, that's very, very important. If you have a breathing breathing problems, that th- and also your di- medical directive going into a hospital needs to be to not intubate you. The breathing difficulties are, be, are to be treated with, with budesonid. And I there's a few different places where you can get this information. One is AAPS, Jane Orient's uh, um, organization, uh, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. Another is a Dr. Paul Artis, A-R. D-I-S. I'm past the point of taking a break. Anything you wanted to add before we go? I was going to say another good doctor to look up that is on that budesonide train is uh, Dr. Richard Bartlett as well. Absolutely. Um, in fact, I think he was actually at the forefront of it. And, was. And, and he even has doctors today that will call him up and say, okay, here's where my patient's at. How do I, how do I administer this at this point? Do I put it right in the, in the you know... Um, how, how do I get it most quickly Might into their system? Might be good to system. get him back on to yeah, share that information. We should. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the prosecution that's really not a prosecution right now. What are they hiding in the Ghislaine Maxwell case? Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. A.K. Dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing about food or a dog pigs on Instagram. I was going to come back from the break and tell you all about this Ghislaine Maxwell trial as much as I can. And I see this meme on Instagram, and it's Hillary Clinton calling Ghislaine Maxwell. Hey, girl, it's Hilly. Was just checking to see if you wanted to hang later tonight. <laughs> That's hilarious to me. Um, But the truth is, is that they're really burying all the juicy stuff in this trial. It's not televised, but what we're what we're getting out of it is creepy, disgusting stuff. Right. I mean, you know, um, that the Ghislaine Maxwell and Epstein supposedly, you know, said to this girl that they wanted her to have their baby together. Um, I guess it was photos that were shown of Ghislaine Maxwell on um, the, the Lolita Express to Petto Island was rubbing his Epstein's feet. You know what? I, I'm not really interested in, in that kind of, you know, that's just, cr- it's it's totally cringe. Them trying to get some girl to have their baby. But, you know, we all know that that's not really what this trial is about, okay? Don't be, don't be trying to deflect us. Don't be trying to pull off some half-baked prosecution where you withhold the truth about what went on with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. The pilot's logs were redacted. You tell me how that is a federal trial, DJ Potato Skins, that is supposed to be prosecuting these people 
for child sex trafficking and they're withholding key evidence like who happened to be on the plane, right? Something that's going to definitely affect the outcome of the trial. Well, or, or the outcome of, of um, the futures of who are they protecting here? Let's talk about the, the exactly. elected officials, the elites that they are protecting in the course of this trial. That is obstruction of justice for them to be withholding this critical information. Absolutely. They are covering up the crimes of whoever was on those uh, on those flights. And even if there's not evidence that whoever was on those flights actually sexually assaulted a child down at Petto Island, you why you don't get privacy. You got you got you you uh, got on the plane that went to Petto Island. Why why do you deserve pri- privacy? The people that were surrounding the Capitol on January 6th, they don't get privacy. No, the FBI was rounding up anybody, posting uh, their pictures out on social media, rounding up anybody that happened to be anywhere near the area. And I think they're still in jail, too, Andrea. Well, yeah, the ones that that they arrested. This is not a legit prosecution, in my opinion. Will they hang her in the sense, you know, um, you know, uh, that she will go to jail and she will be prosecuted? Of course. But they're they're They are hiding the truth. This is not a real prosecution in the sense of actually bringing all those involved in child sex trafficking and the rape of children to justice. Yeah, and I know that the Rittenhouse thing went, you know, in the, in the way of true justice, Andrea, and I'm tr- grateful for that. But this just goes to show you it's just another one of those instances where you can plainly see the court system is broken. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's about the elites versus us. Right. Yeah, um, and, well, I, well, and I tell you, if they had anything on Trump, though, Trump would have already oh. been all done. Right. So this is this is about protecting the Democrats and the elites. This is about protecting the people like Bill Gates of this world who supposedly made many trips down there. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't know who all was on those flight logs, but we have a right to know as the American people. We, Every single one of them. We, just like we have a right to know. Uh, the people on uh, out of Congress where there was supposedly all this taxpayers money that was paid to pay off. Uh, sexual assault and sexual harassment claims as part of Congress. We're paying those bills, and that's been hidden from us. We have no idea who the Congress people were that were um, uh, accused and who was paid off with our money, right? It's despicable. Um, moving on to the Jesse Smollett trial. Um, this is so entertaining to me. So he, I don't know who's, I, I guess it was his idea to take the stand. Um, he needs to. He, he he obviously has no self awareness, or he would have realized that he was the worst possible witness for himself. To the extent to where today, evidently, <laughs> he had sent some text messages to these Nigerian brothers that were involved. Oh, I didn't hear this. It was it, and throwing the n word around like crazy. So Jesse Smollett's on the stand, and you know um, the the prosecutor the assistant district attorney was proceeding to read his text messages and you know jesse smollett's like could you please not state the n-word publicly because it's just so offensive i have to step in here because i can't let you say this n-word because it's just going to be so offensive to so many african-americans man you were the one who wrote it in the text (laughs) 
Wow, you can't make that up. And like he's like he th- he's somehow thinking he's winning points with the jury with this kind of nonsense. You text right? it and it's okay, right? But now they can't say it <laughs> exactly. And then I I know you're so busy you didn't hear this part. But his defense against these Nigerian brothers was to accuse one of them of having some drug filled sex sexcapade with him at a bathhouse. Right? I mean, did he uh, did he think that that somehow? How did he think that was going to help him in, in his defense? In uh, anyway? I have no. No idea. Bad move, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't even get how how he came up with that as somehow a defense against the Nigerians. So then, when there's proof that the Nigerian dude isn't gay, then they were like, "Well, he was just pretending to be gay when he went with with Jesse to the bathhouse." But what does any of that have to do with the fact that they they participated with a hoax? When you're when your defense against a hate crime hoax. Is that you went to a bathhouse, supposedly, and had a sexcapade with one of the people you participated. Dude, you're done. St- you know, step off, step off of the, the witness stand because you've just basically d- dug your hole. Open the trap door and fall into the hole that you just dug for oh, yourself, Oh, I wish man. I had a sound effect right I now. wish that I had. Yeah, we need that. This has just made me so happy today to see this Jesse Smollett just completely crash and burn. Not unlike the Christmas tree outside Fox. And you know what? I had a chuckle over that today because... I think they arrested somebody. It was supposedly a, a, a homeless person. But then I thought, you know, there's something so metaphorical because hasn't Fox News just crashed and burned in recent oh, years? Oh, 100%. Totally, you, totally. That used to be the network we would go to to get some mainstream information. Well, I, and, and, and as well as conservatives because we knew that they had supposedly this uh, straight up this straight up journalist and then they had their, their <coughs> opinion people. And then it's just been really clear since... Uh, um, oh, they know election they night, right? And then Chris Wallace um, with his debate nonsense. I haven't watched since the debate with the nope, I haven't either. Trump. Haven't watched um, ca- them calling Arizona like they did. You know, to me, it was just very metaphorical. You know, I really hope, and you know, you and I talk about this off the air, and I don't know if, if it will ever happen. And if perchance they're listening, you know, take take note. Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, love them both. Do yourself a favor. Uh, get a more credible job somewhere else. Well, yeah, you don't need to be there. No, you they need you more than the other way around. Right. Um, but, but you know, um, they haven't lost anything being there. Too many conservatives are still putting their eyeballs on That's that right. media outlet. And every time you do, you're propping them up. You think, oh, well, I'm just watching Tucker. No, you're you're supporting uh, this, this lefty outlet that is lying to you and pretending to have, at, at this point, um, pretending to be fair and balanced where they're not. Um, they have been as complicit. They're no, literally no better than CNN. No, and that's why we always have usually two network stations on. I usually change them before the show, and I always have one national network on. And I put on CNN instead of Fox News because at least CNN is straight up honest about their perspective. Right. Um, oh, speaking of Jesse Smollett and, and CNN, Don Lemon basically did the same thing in his position at CNN that Chris Cuomo did uh, using inside sources to work with um, the accused. Right. So Chris Cuomo did it with his brother, Andrew Cuomo, uh, in terms of using sources to alert the Cuomo camp of what was going on. I guess Don Lemon was uh, texting Jesse Smollett about what the police knew. I think I think this is worse than than Chris Cuomo, because this was. Was, uh, literally, there was a criminal investigation underway, and this was tipping off uh, the person that was 
uh, in terms of Jesse Smollett tipping. There, there was not an actual criminal investigation and in, in, at the point, I think, in which Chris Cuomo, he was just helping dig up dirt on the accused women. And as bad as that is, I think what Don Lemon did was worse. I, you know, tipping off somebody who was under an, a criminal investigation uh, by the DA for this. And I think Don Lemon needs to be fired. If you're Chris, Chris Cuomo today, you're sitting there going, how does Lemon still have a job? And I've been fired. Right. That doesn't make I'd any be sense. outraged. Yeah, I'd be absolutely outraged. I guess uh, Chris Cuomo is th- saying he's going to sue uh, CNN for 18 million dollars. I'm really what I really want to see, though, is Kyle Rittenhouse. I really want to see him sue. My understanding is um, that I, I read something to where he's not looking at filing any new um, cases against. Him. He just wants to go on with his life. I can't say that I don't blame him, Andrea. Well, I, mean, I do in the I do in the sense that you know when you when you move on like that, you're doing what Mitch McConnell did after um, Brett Kavanaugh was falsely accused of gang raping. When you allow people to get away with and you and when people are not held responsible, yeah, I see that perspective as well. Then you're aiding and abetting the enemy. Because he was used, this was not just about Kyle Rittenhouse, this was about the use use of our court system to push a Marxist agenda. They were, uh, they were going to, this was about um, denying due process of white Americans. This was about denying us our ability to defend ourselves against, you look at this crime wave that's going across the country. Um, we've got 12 cities in the United States at record homicide rates. You're not safe to leave your home anywhere across this country. And they want you to be locked inside your home with no ability in fear with no ability to defend yourself in dc they're telling you with carjackings on the rise hand your car over and don't argue they don't want you to have the ability what they should be saying is um uh have have gun be have the ability be prepared to defend yourself and your property why no just hand over your guns that's what they want this was bigger than you Kyle rittenhouse and you have an opportunity to hold people accountable that are the forces of evil that were using your case against the United States of America. And um, and had it gone the other way, and you look at what Sandman did. When, when Nicholas Sandman successfully held CNN, they're, they're more careful in some ways, or at least they, they should be. And he had, it, it, it had it, and he may still do it, but holding people accountable, hitting them with the pocketbooks, using the courts back on them, could go a long way in restoring true justice in, in yeah, America. Yeah, it could really teach them a lesson and get them to really think things through before they try anything like this again. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why Jesse Smollett needs to go down. And what I said this morning on Newsmax was that what we need and where are the Republicans saying that if you commit a hate crimes hoax, you need to have federal charges against you for committing a hate crime. Because isn't that what it was? He perpetrated a hate crime against 75 million Trump supporters and MAGA supporters by falsely accusing uh, this of being about MAGA. This is MAGA country. That in and of itself was a hate crime. And I'm not hearing any Republicans Coming out for that. I passed the point of needing a break. We got to go to bring Elhoff in. We got to talk about the spending bill of what's going on with that and how it might affect you uh, going forward and not just at Christmas with this inflation, but even afterwards and for how long. We don't know. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E, and connect with her on ourfreenation.org. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Got my man, the financial thought doctor, back in the house with me tonight. But I can't, I'm not just going to pick his brain on finances. He's actually um, one of these former military types, an actual pilot. So I got to pick his brain on uh, some military stuff happening. Some that you know, do we have some war rumblings happen around the world? And uh, our what the hunk commander in chief kind of has me a little nervous. So I'm happy to have my man Dave Elhoff on with me tonight. Hey, dear. Hey, AK. Good to be back. All right, so I know you're out there. You've got this movie coming out. We're gonna talk, that's out. We got to talk about. Uh, we've got to talk about the spending that's going on and what the GOP did with raising the debt ceiling. But you being a military mind, um, we've got. I got to talk about uh, Biden and Putin. We've got 175,000 troops on the Ukraine border, and a lot of people are like, why should we care about the Ukraine border? We got problems on our own border. Um, because when Russia decides, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, because this R- Russian dude is serious now about taking over and expanding his footprint around the world. Uh, we've got China talking to make a noise about wanting to start a new um, uh, military base somewhere in the Atlantic. We know that China's anxious to put a hit out on Taiwan. What happens around the world affects us. And I'm supposed to feel good today, Elhoff, that Biden supposedly had a two-hour Zoom call with Putin, of which Putin was happy about. If Putin's happy at the end of a two-hour call, we don't need to be happy. Am I wrong? Not at all. I'll tell you what, Angie, the whole thing, going back to Reagan, peace through brute force. That's the only thing these people understand. I was listening to a broadcast today talking about the Putin interview or the discussion with Biden and Putin. And the fact is, is that he asked, is there anything that scares Putin? The only thing that scares Putin is Donald Trump. Yeah. Because he came from it from a force of hand because he fears the superiority of the American military compared to his. That's right. the only thing he fears. And everything that Biden is doing is the opposite of what Trump is doing. So he's got a free hand to do whatever the heck he wants to do. Well, not only that, but we're paying for it because one of the first things Biden did in office was shut down the Keystone Pipeline and open, remove sanctions and open up a pipeline, Nordic 2 or whatever it is, uh, for Putin. I mean, uh, so much for the four years that we heard that Trump was Putin's puppet. No, Trump, Trump was quite the opposite. And meanwhile, I mean, of course Putin's going to make a move. He's got this dope dementia dude in the White House. And by the way, who believes that, that Biden sat and had a cogent two-hour conversation with anybody, right? Uh, but but that's the commander in chief who um, just, uh, you know, c- created c- complete chaos that resulted in 13 U.S. military being killed and a, in Afghanistan and uh, upwards of 100,000 Taliban sympathizers and Taliban terrorists to be brought here, leaving behind eighty five billion dollars worth of, of military over there. So, uh, you know, Ted Cruz is saying why we shouldn't be worried about uh, uh, Ukraine. I'm worried. Because I'm worried when the rest of the world is not worried about the U.S. using military might. This absolutely could blow back on us. Maybe not today, but down the road, right? What the world and America needs is a strong leader at the top. Like we had with Trump, he was very clear and he knows how to negotiate. Biden doesn't know squat. (laughs) 
We know that. We see him all the time. He's been a diplomat, part of the problem for the last 50 years. And it's a real problem when it comes to negotiating with these foreign leaders. He's coming from a position of weakness. I mean, let's talk to these people. I think if we talk to these people, we can get along. How has that worked out for us in the past? Well, the, well, the only thing he's good at negotiating, and then we got to get into the economic situation going on here. The only thing that, and it's and it's kind of tied to this. The only thing he's good at negotiating is flying his kid around the world, or his brother, who, by the way, was really, you know, he's negotiated all these deals um, with Hunter Biden being on like the this energy company in Ukraine and these deals that he did with China. But he's also had other family members on the take, and it included energy, right? Whether it's these energy, you know, supposed these green energy deals he set up for his brother Frank. Uh, his sister has been in on, on the take. And so when you're coming from a place of not only a position of weakness militarily, but a position of you're just on the take for your family and America right. be shoved aside, we're in a really, really difficult place economically. And that leads me into the fact that the Republican Party uh, c- literally crafted a law, a supposed one-time-only law, to lift the debt ceiling for the Democrats so that they could shove more uh, debt on the American people through another two and a half trillion dollars. And we didn't even get anything for it. We, you know, we've got well, these shot mandates. Uh, we've got all this Mitch green McConnell, energy. Boond- What's up? Mitch McConnell needs to go. He waffles every time. And it might be because his wife, I believe, has some kind of Chinese connection. Yeah. And they're profiting from whatever they do that make China better. And China is on the run right now, and we need to be aware of what they're doing. And I'll tell you something. If you take a look at the economy and that build, build America better, it is ridiculous. It has nothing to do with build America better. It's trying to make everybody dependent upon the government. Mm -hmm. And right now, I think there's less than a 50% chance that the Build Back Better proposal goes through. Less than 50%. Because people, we don't need this. This is not what we need. What we need is cut spending. We need to build infrastructure, yes, but real infrastructure, not hoping for the future on electric windmills and solar and all that. That's all good. It needs to be a part of it, but that's not the answer. When we have the largest reserves of oil and natural gas in the world right here, we can be energy dependent, not dependent upon Russia. And you know, NATO's divided right now because Trump went in there and says, we need you to pay your fair share. And that's why you take a look at German. There's a, the German, uh, uh, I'm not saying chancellor, but there's a German person high in the government that works for the oil company for Russia. (laughs) And right now what they're doing is they're buying all their the oil and natural gas from Russia. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, we need, uh, we, we can be completely energy independent here. We need to, the infrastructure we need to invest in is more drilling off our shores, not just letting Brazil and other, you know, South American countries drill offshore. We need to have more refineries. We need to have as many pipelines as possible. Then we need to make sure we've got an infrastructure that doesn't allow hackers to come in and shut down, um, you know, our, our, you know, um, the pipelines that we use to distribute. Listen, it's time to take a break. Uh, stay over with us, Elhoff. Um, we're, when, right. we, when we come back, we're going to also talk about Elhoff's movie, uh, the Baby Boomer okay. Dilemma, and how you can how you can see that because you need to start making some strategic decisions about your money because this inflation going on right now is not going to ease anytime soon. I don't care that CNN did some report last night. Oh, look, the cost per gallon of gas has gone down half a cent. No, it's not going to get <laughs> any. Yeah, it was crazy. All right, so Elhoff is going to stick around. We're going to take a tiny little break and more with him on the other side. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before we bring Elhoff back in, I've got to give a little hat tip to the Republicans today who did the Senate pass the Republican bill to overturn the Biden shot mandate. Now, Trump's up. Uh, Trump. Biden says he will veto this. Um, but you got to give credit where credit's c- due and maybe enough pressure. I mean, who knows? Well, what, what, the, what I want people to know is we've got Elhoff on here is that the Republicans said that they were inundated. It was a 52-48 vote. Two Democrats joined the Republicans. Uh, the Republicans said they were inundated with calls from businesses with up to 500 workers that were concerned about having to fire employees. Uh, Republican Senator Mike Braun said it got Main Main Street America scared. Of course it did, because this was going to wreak more economic havoc on small business owners in this country, which was the point of it. And uh, and so we want people to understand that this was going to, you know, put more economic destruction, but also that phone calls work. Put the pressure on these elected officials because they don't want to lose their gig. Okay, um, they can continue to get paid, and even if they're just one term, they get pensions. So this worked. We've got to continue to put the pressure on. Okay, so Elhoff, you got a movie out. Um, even even with this passing, we still have to continue to be fo- understand what's going on economically in this country and and have you uh, know what to do with your money. I brought Elhoff into the show to do segments because this is my news you can use. So this is uh, tell everybody about your movie and how they can see it. Okay, the baby boomer dilemma. You just need to text me your address, email, and. It's at 619-548-0965. If you give me your email, I will send you a free gift to be able to see a 95 movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma. And I'll tell you what, we had a listener, Harry Lakis. If you're listening, Harry, I sent it to you at the address he gave me, and it came back. So you need to call me again, 619-548-0965. Now, how important is this movie? It's very important. Dr. Bill Sharp, the guy that came up with the Sharp ratio, the ratio that determines how much return you get with how much risk you're taking. How to successfully retire to the most is the most difficult question of our time. That's you baby boomers out there. 
Dr. Olivia Mitchell is in it. If politicians don't act, people need to count on a 30% haircut on their Social Security. 30% is huge. We're out of time, Elhav. Maybe I'll get you on tomorrow so we can finish this discussion if you're available because we've got to get this out uh, to the listeners. Are you available tomorrow night? Yep. All right. He'll be back tomorrow, and so will we, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.